This is the way. This is the way. Hello there. So say we all. May the force be with you. You're a wizard, Harry. I am Iron Man. What about second breakfast? Assemble. You're here because you know something. Whoa, this is heavy. I volunteer as tribute. I'm Batman. You have chosen wisely. The North remembers. Go infinity and beyond. The force will be with you. the nerdverse nerds today this corner of the nerdverse is for all you hot d and lord of the rings nerds out there i'm joanna the idiot krupnik and i'm brian i love libraries plopsky and we're so happy you could stop looking at how yucky hot d is but how beautiful (laughs) numenor is to be with us today because today in the nerdverse we are enjoying some sumptuous mollusks and ale and headed to the brothels to give you our thoughts on the third episode of The Rings of Power on Amazon Prime and episode four of The House of the Dragon on HBO, as well as some news from D23. I'm excited for that, to talk to that with you. Uh, some housekeeping, be sure to head to the feed and check out all of our past episodes on the House of the Dragon and the Rings of Power. And while you're there, check out our coverage of She-Hulk as well. Yeah, you may be thinking, wow, Joanna, you just said a lot of shows. Well, how can you keep up with all of this? Well, it's easy. Just make sure you're subscribed to the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on Spotify or Google or Stitcher or Apple Podcasts and follow along on our socials, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at the Nerdverse Pod. Uh, You'll be informed of stuff there. But first, as we start every episode, this is your spoiler alert alert. I repeat, this is your spoiler alert alert. We are going to spoil the Game of Thrones episode. Nope, it's House of the Dragon, but also may spoil Game of Thrones. Lord of the Rings Rings of Power, we're going to spoil a lot of Disney Marvel stuff, so um, this is your spoiler alert alert. Okay, before we enter any of the verses, um, should we just like go straight into uh, the D23 stuff, or Joanne, have you watched anything this week? Um, I'm so glad you asked, Brian. I yesterday- You're welcome. I only ask the good questions here on Nerdverse. (laughs) Yeah, only the really hard-hitting questions. Yeah, Um, Yeah. what'd you watch? I was working yesterday, and I put on Aliens, uh, plural, which I... So I'd seen Alien because I... Singular? um, Singular, because I knew... But um, Mm -hmm. for some reason, when I... For those of you listening, so everyone, Joanna just pretended like her hand came out of her chest. Yeah, spoiler alert for Alien. For a 1972 movie. Um, 78, 79? 79, maybe actually, yes. I'm staying corrected. Um, Yeah, Joanna. Sorry, uh, this is not talking horror with Jamie and Nikisha, by the way. Um, I was thinking, you know, I've seen it. So when I speak to my Apple... TV remote. Once again, <laughs> plugging my incredible television. <laughs> Just kidding. It's an <laughs> Apple TV. Um, when I was talking to my TV and I said, alien, um, what comes up is like, oh, I didn't realize how far alien has come as a franchise. Um, cause there's like a lot of them now, right? Well, it depends on if you include, um, the Prometheus movies. Is it also well? Okay, depends. Like, depends on who you ask, or depending on your pure purest uh, sort of philosophy on this. Like, is it actually part of it? Is it? Is is, yeah, it's part of it. So, like, you have 
You have alien, aliens. Great. I've gotten that far. Right. Then you have Alien 3. So I started then, Alien 3 and I was like, this is weird. And I just turned bad. it off. Okay. It's very bad. I mean, Charles Dance, I, like, I was almost hooked just having him in it. But sure. I was like, wait, this is really a weird premise. Yeah. Then you have Alien Resurrection. Then you have Alien versus Predator. Then you have Alien versus Predator Requiem, which is the sequel. Then you have Prometheus. Then you have Alien Covenant. Um, Jeez. Well, all of this to say, I was speaking to my thing and I just said aliens and they come, they all come up. And I was like, wait, which is the one? And so I have to click on them to like find it where it would, where it would stream on my TV, but also like which one I want. And so I accidentally started with aliens because I just saw Sigourney Weaver and I saw it was like 1986 maybe. So I said, oh, this is the one. And then I started it and I was like, the Hobbit is in this. What's going on? Bilbo Baggins is here. So then I was like, this isn't the right one. Like, we already know the cat. And so then I realized, no, no, there is Alien followed by Aliens. Um, so anyway, I watched Alien. Again, I've seen that, but refresher. Then I watched Aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, and let me tell you, Aliens is really good. It's really good. Some people much prefer it to the first one. Even I, though the first one is more horror and the second one is, leans more into the sci-fi potentially. I yeah. Don't know. I mean, with all the J- – this all was – all came from James Cameron, just like a lot of thinking about him lately. And then I, I got, you got to appreciate the guy for what he does. Okay. Sure. Um, so that was, that was fun. And then I watched Terminator two, which was another supposedly very, very good sequel. Um, really good. Uh, I don't think it's as good as like Godfather two in terms of sequels, but I mean, different, really different a great spectrum, movie. different spectrum, but old, like old, when I say old, I mean like the eighties, uh, 80s, 90s sequels to action movies. I th- well, that's not Godfather, but anyway, sequels are rarely good, and the yes. Godfather sequel is incredible. So this sequel, Terminator Two, was very good as well, and Aliens Two was also very good. Do you have favorite sequels? I think it's just Godfather. I'm trying to think of. I mean, I don't. I I like Father of the Bride too. I don't think it's better than Father Bride One, but I definitely don't think it deserves like some people like really think it's bad. I do not think the sequel is bad at all. I'm trying to think whether sequels are even in the world aside from Lethal Weapon Two, Die Hard Two, which I haven't seen. Die Hard Two is not as good as the first Die Hard. I guess uh, you, I, I'm the just Scream talking about- sequel might be better than Scream One. Is that fair? <laughs> I love some people. Some people definitely believe that. I think the majority still think the original Scream is the best one for obvious reason. I guess my question for you is, we're only talking about second sequels because there are some third movies that are really good as well. Uh, um, yes. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I think so. Here's, yeah. But here's my question to you. Does Empire Strikes Back count to you? Um, no, I don't. I mean... I guess there would there was a time in history where it would have counted, but I don't think I can count it like that now. I just I'd have never put it in my mind to be a sequel, but I do think it's. Mm, I mean, it's definitely better than. Oh, you know what's well? That's a that's a third one actually. Uh, yes, I think it's better than A New Hope, but New Hope is so priceless. But I think Indiana Jones: Last Crusade is not the sequel, but it is the triquel, triquel, isn't it the triquel? <laughs> I mean, it's the third movie in the franchise, I guess. I really like Last Crusade. I I mean, I also really like um, Raiders. uh, Raiders, yes. I don't really like Temple of Doom as much, but. Sure. This is all to say, and also, 
we're talking about prequels on this show, and here we are talking about sequels, and also we will be talking about Indiana Jones. So what a segue. So I actually, before we even talk about that, I watched, I didn't even mean for this to match. Like this was a oh total God. accident. Yeah. Um, I watched a sequel to an action movie that is better than the original uh, this weekend. What was it? I finally, finally, finally saw Top Gun Maverick. Yes! That's right. That's one that's better than the original, but that's, only because of the original is it good. Sure. Yeah. Um, we went over to our friend's house who rented it. Um, they have oh, an you eight, didn't see it in theater. They have surround sound 85-inch television. So right, while fine. it wasn't in a theater, it was a pretty cool experience. Um, was there like no screens? Like did everyone put their phone down? Yeah, we were all locked in. Okay. okay. 100%. The surround sound was amazing. They, I don't they, mean to be a gatekeeper. I'm not trying to be a No, no, because I usually feel very similarly to the way that you do. But, you know, we have limited bandwidth to go to the movies. And, um, you know, I'm usually there for horror movies or Marvel movies. But this one was really, really, really good, as everyone in the world knows. And I'm the last one to figure it out. Um, it's way better than the original one. It has an actual story. I, I think it's just, it's just wonderful. It's just like, I know it gets a little bit mission impossible in the third act. Yes, but, but it didn't take away anything from it. Yeah, Yeah, totally. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, that's okay. That Tom Cruise, bless your heart. You treasure (laughs) Yeah, like, I would say the only negative, only criticism I have about the movie that you can say about any Tom Cruise movie, really, is he just had no chemistry with um, oh uh, Jennifer Connelly, who is impossible not to have chemistry with. She's Jennifer Connelly, stunning person on the planet. Totally. She carries the chemistry on her back. Um, oh God, I don't know. It, it's it's fine. I At the very least, they connected its storyline that he like learns lessons from her about like mending relationships um but uh in terms of like actual chemistry not really there but the movie was awesome the action was great those sequences in when flying were amazing it's like just as kitschy stuff oh it was really good it's just as kitschy as the first one but better as like a movie it doesn't feel like navy propaganda like the first one does this one is actually telling a character driven story i i've heard stories how he's not the best cast mate but um Miles Teller is one of our finest young actors out there, right, in really my opinion. Is. He really like, is. And he be- looks just like uh, Dr. Green. I'm not forgetting his name in real life. Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards, yes. yeah. It's wild. Um, he's in. He's wonderful in that movie. I think his between uh, my, my other two favorite performances of his are obviously Whiplash, but if you've never seen The Spectacular Now, I think that's his best performance. It's huh. really good. Anyway, I've only seen him in um, Divergent. Sure. Um, that is amazing. I'm so glad you finally saw it. It was just like what I needed at the theater after, you know, not you want not after pandemic, but like when I saw it, it was just like I didn't have to take notes. It was just I'd seen the original not before, but also recently. So everything was really fresh and all the connections were just really sweet. And it was just like it was like one of those when we were kids and we would just see summer blockbusters and just felt yeah. like that again. And the music and the odes and the homages, it was just, it was just nice. And it was feel good. And there was very little politics involved and it was just nice. And I think, um, you know, I just, I'm not surprised. Like people, the nostalgia is strong with all of us 
at this point in our lives. Yeah. As made clear by the Emmys last night. Did you watch the Emmys last night? No. Uh, I I didn't watch them live, but I watched them. There I, was a I, lot I, of nostalgia playing in that as well. Yeah. Well, I saw um, Keenan and Kel. Mm-hmm. I saw um, Mariska Hargitay and uh, yeah, um, and yeah. and yeah, I saw all Cologne, of that stuff. Maloney, yeah. Chris Chris Malone. I saw all that stuff. Um, and I also um. Yeah, I, the Emmys are not as exciting to me anymore. No, um, I just really love. I mean, I wanted I wanted Bob Odenkirk to win something, and I'm sad. Yeah, and and Ray Seahorn, but well, luckily, Session won a lot. So this was only for part one of the last season, right? Which I could not remember. Why I read about this and being in contention for stuff by splitting up the season. So yes, I'm glad about that. I'm also just wondering if the votes got split. Like he's so. Everyone, yeah. I mean, I don't know. The Emmys are the Emmys. Awards shows mean very little now. Yeah. But, um, whatever. Anyway. Anyway. Um, and then you're going to see something this weekend, right? I'm seeing Pearl this weekend. Which is another sequel. Prequel. Prequel. Oh, sequel prequel. prequel. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So our thoughts on our my thoughts on Pearl will be live. And if you don't listen to Talking Horror. With Jamie and Nikisha, we'll be doing it on uh, on that one, on uh, Pearl on that one. And then they just announced another sequel to X uh, to round out a trilogy called Maxine. Maxine with three X's about the main character in the 80s. Uh, uh, so I'm super excited about that, too. Oh, man. Do you recommend the first X? Yeah, X is fantastic. It. Okay. X it. is one of my top horror movies from this year. We're getting year. into spooky month, and I just love watching scary movies for like all of October. Even though I know I said I hate scary <laughs> movies, but like I, I love to hate them or I love to be scared of them. So X is really good, but my favorite horror, my favorite horror movie from this year. If you take Nope out of the running, because Nope leans more heavily into the sci-fi than I think the yeah. horror. Um, my favorite horror movie of this year thus far, as of Tuesday, September 13th, when we're recording this, is Barbarian. And I saw it this past weekend. Oh, I've been seeing a lot of good stuff online about that. It, I loved it. It was great. It's not for everyone, but I, it blew me away. I loved it. I would highly suggest it. Okay. All right. Should we talk about D23 real quick? We are already going long here, guys. I know. I know. There's so much to talk about. I know. There's so much. Okay. So do you want to take us through this? Yeah. Okay. Let's just do like high level stuff here. Um, The Disney out of Disney animation to Pixar, Peter Pan and Wendy was announced inside out Two, They showed a little bit of stuff from uh, pictures and stuff from elemental. They announced a new Disney movie called Elio, and then they announced Win or Lose, a new TV show for Disney Plus. Um, yeah, uh, I'm. Any any thoughts on any of those from you, Joanna? Not really. Uh, this was the the this was the one category I didn't. I mean, I I remember seeing Inside Out two announced, and I was like, oh great, but I don't know. I, I didn't really. Um, I don't really mind uh, care about much of this. Yeah, sure. Um, the one thing that interests me the most is the Peter Pan and Wendy because it's being directed by David Lowry, um, who did uh, a couple of really good movies for Disney, including the Peach Dragon remake. Oh, um, okay. I also think that David Lowry is an excellent director and writer, and I'm really I'm always excited to see anything that he does. Um, so that is something that I am definitely excited for. I also had no idea it was happening. Um, yeah, so, I, um, I'm super excited for that. Yeah. It's always shocking when something gets by and you're like, this is almost done. And I didn't even know about it. It's like a secret. Yeah. David Lowry also did, uh, the green Knight, a ghost story, the old man and the gun, um, peach dragon, as I mentioned, uh, he's, he's, 
he's pretty cool. I, I like his work. Um, okay. I just I, I just double checked to make sure I was. Um, I, I couldn't remember the other two that I. You I are. Enjoyed. We do our. We adore in the moment research here on yeah. the Nerdverse. Yes. All right, Disney movies. We got announcement of Mufasa. Had no a, idea that was happening. I had read there was going to be a sequel to The Lion King or or a prequel or something um, that what's his name was going to direct. Um, and this is what we're getting, Lufasa. Um, the Little Mermaid trailer we got. They showed Indiana Jones five trailer. At, it was exclusive to um, uh, D twenty three, which I'm disappointed because I'm very excited for that one. And Harrison. Oh my god! Did you see Harrison Ford um, like tearing up when talking about it? Yeah, no, I want to talk about that, but go through the list. Okay, go sure. This, this mini list. Yeah, sure. We got the Hocus Pocus two, another trailer, um, which looks so much fun. I can't wait for that. Um, the Disenchanted trailer, which looks Chef's Kiss. Um, got some Haunted Mansion information, like um, Madame Leota is going to be played by uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, which is super cool. And then um, there was a little bit of Snow White action as well. Um, yeah, Joanna, any thoughts about that? So Little Mermaid looks incredible. I was like, oh my God, this looks so good. And now I can't stop watching TikToks. Well, TikToks via people sending them to me on Instagram of young, like black girls watching this and like dying of happiness. And it just warms my heart to no end. And everybody who thinks something else should just shut up. I agree. I was watching those. Amazing. And I'm so excited for this. It looked so good. Yeah. Also, I also saw some white parents showing their white kids um, the oh. trailer. No, no. And then the mom would turn at the end and be like, see, my kid doesn't fucking care. Like, let's get some representation Oh, good. Out okay. There. Good, good. Like that kind of thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to know what else. Yeah, that was – actually, I set that up like it was going for the worst. Yeah, I'm I was so like, sorry. God, that's a downer. Okay, um, great. Yes. So that looks incredible. My main – Hocus Pocus, I am – I did not see the second trailer for, but I am so excited for that. That's just – gonna be a ball disenchanted looks great i don't really care much about haunted mansion snow white i saw the little that they showed there my main thing here was indiana jones um so i yes they did not release some of this but i've picked up some bits from things i've heard from people that went Mm -hmm. and yes he was crying he was overwhelmed i think that the the overall overall sense that people were getting was that this might be his last movie yeah he said that didn't he like this he is did? it for me yeah i think he said, no, this, well, he is said this, this is it for me and then everyone was like huh and he was like this is the last time i fall for you like trying to play it off like the last time i i don't know i like, do a pratfall like in these movies because i'm getting old mm. it just seemed like this might be his swan song and i which i maybe okay so maybe you already had that wrapped in your head but that got me really sad i mean so excited but sad and then what i have heard obviously we know it's the same director as logan so James and that was mangled yes yeah, so that yeah. was a, that was great so i and that's a swan song sort of that character so not not for the character not for hugh jackman we still have plenty more hugh jackman to go um there's also apparently a lot of de-aging in this trailer yeah they they said there were some uh like flashbacks or something with de-aging so i'm gonna be a disaster but that makes me think like time travel question mark and that's all i got oh it could also just be an opening sequence like yes but it can also be an opening scene i'm playing the more practical route where okay well could... i'm gonna say we're gonna put we're gonna <laughs> say this now on september the 13th joanna thinks there will be time travel involved in indiana jones 5 all right great and you I'm think in. that it is the opening sequence noted cool um, um great and then also i, I mufasa is being directed by barry jenkins 
Um, ah. Little Mermaid looks great, as I mentioned. Uh, uh, oh, another thing I wanted to say about Indiana Jones, the way that Harrison Ford talks about playing Indiana Jones versus coming back to play Han Solo is so different. He gets emotional and he just like, he just like makes fun of Han Solo and Star Wars and stuff like that, which like, it's fine. But like, I think it's funny. Something that stuck out to me, Hocus Pocus looks great. I didn't realize that Hannah Waddington was in it. I'm super excited about that. Um, Right. um, Disenchanted looks amazing. Uh, What I'm getting from that trailer is that she's accidentally becoming the evil stepmother. And I think that is an absolutely brilliant twist on that even though she's trying to do it to be like a good stepmother like she's turning into all the things that like we hate about them i think that is truly one of the better takes they could have taken this sequel and if that's what they're going for um and i love yeah and i love the haunted mansion ride so i hope that they do it justice okay the haunted mansion ride is very lame to me but good, good for the nostalgia okay (laughs) <laughs> um also i take away from the dis- disenchanted that james marston does not age thank you yeah he's on paul rudd's level Whew, incredible yeah incredible um disney plus we got the willow trailer the santa claus trailer the national treasure trailer the percy jackson trailer and some uh uh and i, I didn't see the trailer but there was they just confirmed and reconfirmed that zootopia um a zootopia show is coming to disney plus Okay, I don't care. I do not care much about Zootopia. Percy Jackson, fine. National Treasure, am I like behind that it does not involve Nicolas Cage? So why do we care? It does not involve Nicolas Cage. Uh, I don't know why we care just yet. It looks super fun. Justin Barth is back. However, there is a rumor that he that Nicolas Cage was just delivered a script for National Treasure 3. So they okay. might be actually making the movie, maybe able to tie everything in. I don't know. But I do enjoy the National Treasure movies, and I hope that I hope that carries over um, to this. Uh, Santa Claus, I didn't know about. I did not see a trailer, but I love the Santa Claus. So is it, does it look good? Or do they just announce I don't, it? I no, they showed it. There's a full trailer for the What's Santa the Claus premise? TV show. It's the Santa Claus TV show, and I think he's retiring. Um, okay, that could be like fun. That. I guess. Um, I'll watch yeah. that seasonally. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm sure it'll be super fun. It's a TV show. I love Santa Claus, the original. That's like one of that's on my repertoire of like my 25 movies that I watch at Christmas time. Sure. Um, uh, and then and, yeah. Willow, no, I have yeah. not seen, which I'm embarrassed to say. So I was going to watch that, but ended up watching <laughs> Alien instead. I don't know why. I pivoted. Um, actually, hard. that's not true. I started The Irishman. I've seen it already, but I started just putting that on. And then I was like, I don't want to watch it. So I want to watch Alien. But I was supposed to be watching Willow. Um, Great. I'm very excited for Willow, actually. Um, I... I love him so much, and I need to watch the original. But I, I actually think this is going to be good. Did you watch the trailer? Yes. That trailer was so impressive and fun. Like, I haven't seen Willow since I was, like, like 10 or something like that. Right. Like, I'm definitely going to rewatch it. And, I, and I, that trailer, I would say that that trailer, of all the trailers that we watched, like, from D23, I would argue that that Willow trailer is, like, the number one trailer that got me the most excited for the thing. Yeah, it was not expected, and yet incredible i love when that happens and it just catches yeah. you off guard no i'm pumped for that for sure all right let's move on to star wars we got a mando season three trailer a tales of the jedi trailer um bad batch was moved back to january we got some ahsoka stuff ezra casting and then another andor trailer 
I'll let you roll with whatever you want to talk about, Joanna. Okay, so um, let's see. Mandalorian looks awesome. It looks like it's going to be mostly about Mandalore. And if Mando is truly a Mando, if Din is truly a Mandalorian, um, I mean, sign me up. Like, it's going to be freaking great. I'm so excited. Um, Andor trailer looks amazing. Again, I'm actually trying, like, not to watch these new trailers because they're so long. And I just, I'm trying to save it for, like, the magic of the show. Sure, but you know that everything in that Andor trailer from those first three episodes we're getting on day one. But then it just makes those first three episodes less enjoyable. Okay, like, that's fair. Totally. Yeah, now I'm, now I'm at the point where I'm like, wait, if that, okay, okay, it's not all in the first episode. It'll be, sec- okay, now we've seen things. So it's almost like you're just taking away episodes now from me, and I'm pissed. So yeah. even though there are more in this show, um, I'm at the point where I know it looks good, and I'm so excited, and I just want it already. Totally, um, it makes sense to me. Tales from the Jedi, um, it just seems like Filoni's going to get to do a little more Clone Wars. Like, there's some Dooku, there's some maybe baby Ahsoka, some young Qui-Gon. Uh, that, that'll be awesome. Is it going to be little shorts or is it like so? What I'm visions? understanding, what I'm understanding, it's six episodes and the two the two like storylines. I don't know if it's going to be like each episode is half a story or if they're going to do three and three. But my understanding is that um, they're going to be doing the two storylines. Qui Gon, um, uh, Dooku's turn, and when Qui Gon was his um, his Padawan, and then oh. the other one is kind of like. Ahsoka being discovered and being trained by discovered and then the training by Anakin. Oh hell yeah. Sign me up. Yeah, big that's time. gonna be that's gonna I'm gonna I, want more than they're giving us of that. Yeah, I think that's the of all the things we've seen, I think that's the thing I'm most excited for. I mean the Ahsoka casting was very excited. I'm so excited for this show. And now I think we know that Hayden's in it too. Yeah, well, we knew that. Did we I thought it was like not confirmed. No, it was confirmed. Oh, it was? Okay. But he just didn't way, talk watched, about it. I watched the the making of the thing. Oh, what'd you think? Oh, I was a mess. But what I really took away from it was that they really want to show you how cool the uh, the volume is. <laughs> and also, yeah. um, and also, I'm just really happy for Hayden because it's just like what a revival. What a what a moment for him. And I'm sure. just really happy for him. Um, oh, and then skeleton crew, they talked about not much new stuff. Oh, we got the image with, um, Jude law. Jude law. So we Dumble. know he's not Thrawn cause that was floating about the internet. That's not yeah. true. Um, so yeah, that's yeah. what I have to say about star Wars. Yeah. Mando looks awesome. I'm excited for it. I didn't even need a trailer. I'm still going to watch it, but it was great. I love the Mandalore stuff. Tell the Jedi. We talked about bad batch to January. Cool. But just star Wars content somewhere else. That's fine. Yeah, it's true. It's, it was a lot to put on this yeah. during Andor. But between Mandalorian and the Ahsoka stuff, I'm just so excited we're getting these sequels to Clone Wars and Rebels and like we're living our best live action lives. We really are. This is if you have not watched this stuff, you guys, you've got to watch it because this you're just going to you're going to get so much more out of it. I mean, not in a like you need to watch it to have to enjoy it, but you'll get so much more enjoyment out of it. Absolutely. Um, OK, Marvel, we've already been going on for a long time. That's so okay. Marvel, we can do it. Yeah. Um, we got, this, is the, this is honestly the meat of it. So. This is the meat of it. So I'll read through this. We got the Secret Invasion trailer. We got a Fantastic Four update. Not the cast, but confirmed that Mac Jackman uh, um, is going to direct it, the WandaVision um, director. Um, we got our Thunderbolts lineup. We got more information from Captain America New World Order. We got a trailer for Werewolf by Night. 
Um, they showed some Wakanda Forever stuff that was only for D23. They showed some the Marvel stuff, which was only for D23. They showed some Quantumania stuff, which was only for D23. Um, they announced Armor Wars officially um, is going to be a sequel to Secret Invasion, which is super interesting. Um, and then they um, they talked a little bit about Echo and they showed some – I think they showed some Echo – um, footage. Um, they talked about Daredevil Born Again, and then they talked a little bit about Ironheart. Uh, I think they showed a tiny bit of Ironheart as well. Um, um, uh, let's talk. Let's start with the trailers first. We only got the Secret Invasion trailer and the Werewolf by Night trailer. Joanna, what did you think of those? So Secret Invasion looks awesome. Um, so cool. Supposedly, it's going to lead us right into Armor Wars. So I'm really curious about like when this is going to take place. Mm-hmm. Um, Things are just so unstable, uh, at, you know, with with uh, all these organizations at this time. So I'm really in, in the story. So I'm really excited. Fury looks like positively grizzled and tired. And I'm yeah. like, this looks just it just looks awesome. Yeah. Um, for Secret Invasion. Yeah, me too. That was a super, super good trailer. Um, it was nice to get that information. And like, I don't know. Uh, that's, it gives you something to look forward to. Cause really after She-Hulk, we don't, I guess we don't know what the next Marvel show is. Like it hasn't been announced. Right. Yeah. Oh, I, I guess, I guess, um, show, uh, uh the, well, the holiday special Gardens of the Galaxy. Right. Uh, Loki two might be the next one. I don't know. Well, they're still filming it. I think, oh, we got Loki two information as well. I forgot. Yes. Um, so. Yeah, so that's that. What was the other trailer? Oh, uh, they did they did a Wakanda Forever trailer. What I what I've heard is that while the first trailer, God, it's incredible, was about more of like the mourning of T'Challa um, and semi Chadwick as a, as also um, this one is more. Now we're moving on to like the battle like elements of mm. the story. So, uh, and uh, I mean, Namor just looks so good. I'm. There, 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 there was a lot of Black Panther angles. It's most likely going to be Shuri, but maybe it's only multiple people. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. But also, the rumor is that um, Ryan Coogler is in talk to direct. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Ironheart. No, the he's producing that, but he's in talks to direct uh, Secret War. Secret Wars. Oh, heck yeah. That would Which be awesome. means that to me, that means that Wakanda forever is spectacular and, and they already have faith in him, but I think yeah. they're, they're just blown away by his work. So that's cool. Um, and then there was oh, yeah, the wor- werewolf by, yeah, that's awesome. I had no idea that was happening. And that's obviously a trailer for, uh, I mean, a character from Moon Knight or it's a, a comic run that Moon Knight turns up in. I just think it looks like old school chiller thriller oh man that awesome. that trailer like that 1930s feel for that trailer was awesome that's gonna be so fun i'm super excited for that that's gonna be a lot of fun and a great time of year for that because that's coming out around halloween right mm-hmm. uh, october um yeah the, the stuff i've heard about marvels is that maybe the premise is that they switch places whenever they use their powers that's what i read too and that it takes place i think feige said that it takes place like immediately after Falling. The, the 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 after credit sequence in Miss Marvel, love it. Um, yeah, and and the like with uh, Quantum Mania, which they did not show us the plebes that did not get to go. Mm-hmm. I think 
it, the, the main thing that I was seeing in uh when of like you know footage of people that just were taught like with Kevin Feige and um Paul Rudd is that they kept being like you really have like this is a this is a good one. Like, not that the other Ant-Man aren't good, aren't Ant-Man or movies aren't good, but, like, you have to see this one. It's, like, very directly related to Kang Dynasty, which, of yeah. course, we already knew. But, yeah, I'm so curious, because what could Scott Lang offer Kang when he can already do everything? So the rumor that I... First of all, they said that Kang looks amazing. Um, and oh, the sec- And the second thing that I read is that Kang approaches... Uh, ant-man to pull a heist in the quantum realm i know but it's like why do you need him to do it i I don't know we'll find out yeah i'm so curious and what could be because remember he says like something was taken from me like something's been lost i'm like what is it is Is it a person like is it a lover i don't know remote ravona yeah maybe i don't know i don't know so i yeah i'm obviously excited we're all excited for that um yeah loki season two everyone said looked amazing with the looks that they got it's a different director but people said it looks really scary cool um then we got confirmation that um wilson fisk is back in echo hell yeah um ironheart's supposed to be super cool we'll get that sooner than later um and then um here's the I, thing mm-hmm. i wanted a dr doom i wanted to hear about dr doom yeah but i feel like that's going to be the surprise in wakanda forever they're not going to talk about that all right, I guess. That's my guess. guess. That seems that seems too good to be true. Too soon to be true. But fine. Okay, fair enough. Um, um, so we didn't get a casting Fantastic Four announcement, but we did get a cast announcement for the Thunderbolts and the Thunderbolts lineup. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have any uh, feelings on that? It's been, on the internet is torn. I'm torn, too. I mean, obviously, so pumped for Elena. And then her and Harbor, they'll, they'll be great. There's obviously good stuff there. Um I think Bucky is in the comics, if I'm not correct, he is a member of the Thunderbolt. So I was not, not expecting that, but I'm also like, you're bringing in Sebastian Stan because like people love him. And then of course, you know, I don't like Costco cap, otherwise known as a pa- iron Patriot or whatever the hell his name is. Why no, it's, um, <laughs> it's, uh, was it secret agent, uh, agent, secret um, agent man. Yeah. No, it's, it's, um, He's an U.S. agent. agent. U.S. US agent. agent. Wow. America, U.S. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. That feels good. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. U.S. agent. You know I don't like him. So, <laughs> could, but apparently he said, I'm the most boring Avenger. And I was like, no, you're not. And then I was like, wait, no, you are. And I don't like you. <laughs> um, and not nothing against Wyatt Russell. He's a fantastic. Yeah, totally. But yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm a little like, eh, about it. But um, there's no script or anything yet, I don't think. Uh, I, there's no abomination in it. Uh, maybe they're just waiting to that release that announce. information until, mm-hmm. yeah, until she hulks over with Titania as well. I don't know. So I'm, I'm like, okay, show, sure, go fun. Here's my thing. Mm. Only one of them, there are two super soldiers in that. There's guy with the crazy arm. There's Taskmaster who has technology. Then there's Yelena who's a Black Widow. Then you have just like the mind, I guess, of Val. And then you have Ghost who has actual powers. Oh, um, right, Ghost. Ghost right, is the only one that has pa- like real uh, like like powers outside of like super strength or whatever out of those. I thought her powers were fixed though. <laughs> well, she doesn't even know how to really use them towards the end of that movie. Oh, anyway, yeah. so here's here's what I want to see. All of these characters are are have already been redeemed 
in their in their respective movies and TV shows, they've all been kind of redeemed and they found a place where they can start to discover who they are. All of the characters in this movie were put in some sort of a system and that's where things went wrong for them. Um, and they found redemption. Now in this movie, like the Suicide Squad, they're being put back into some sort of a system, right? So I'm a, like this like Suicide Squad-esque whatever Thunderbolts mm, thing. Okay. My My hope is that like, the script treats them all with respect and not like a sitcom where they like revert back to a certain type of character. Um, I think that's where, that's where I can be excited about this. If the script is dynamic with these characters and we'll see if they actually do some sort of like CGI William Hurt or something like that. If, if, yeah, I don't know. The only other thing I want to say is echo, you know, love, I love her and I love, and I love the actress and I'm, so glad for the representation echo just echo just isn't doesn't seem to be a character that people like she's not particularly beloved but i think so i but i really want the show to be good and i think it will be because we have vincent d'onofrio in it i think that's going to be the pull and then the show will be really good so that's my hope all right gosh if you're still with us thank you no no we're (laughs) doing okay we're doing okay um so now we're moving on to which would you like to do first hadi or rings of power let's do hadi Oh, Brian, I'm glad that you and I have a long storied history because we can talk about sex together. Because let me tell you, if I didn't know you really well, this would be very awkward. Um, <laughs> what an episode. But what you know an episode what? indeed. I've been dabbling into Fire and Blood. And this is, when this happened, I was like, oh, this is the, that plot line. I was, I was in the middle of reading. They're, they're doing this plot line. Mm. Um, all right, let me pull up my notes on this. What do you think of this episode? Most importantly. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I thought it was a good episode. There was a lot. I did. Um, I I thought this was a great episode. I think things are more interesting for sure. One of my... I don't know. I think that this show makes me feel... This show makes me feel very yucky. (laughs) Okay. But... When Game of Thrones made me feel yucky, it was still overshadowed by the fact that it was like a very layered, interesting show. Whereas I feel like this is just like, this is all you get. You just, this episode was just like yucky and we'll like, I don't know. I'm not sold on this show yet. I really want to be. It's just a little bit yucky. I thought the acting was really good in this episode. Um, It's just, I I, I don't know. I, 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 I like it when I'm watching it, and then afterwards I forget about it immediately when Game of Thrones would, like, stick with me. Um, yeah. I just think that this show is f- totally mediocre. I think this show is a, a, a mediocre show in the casing of, like, spectacular production value. I think the acting is good. I'm getting more and more into it. I'm definitely losing a lot of my baggage as I watch this. Um, which it may not be the, you may not hear that in the way I'm speaking right now, but like, I definitely like this up. I I've been liking the episodes more and more as they go along. Um, I'm, I'm both disappointed and excited for the cast to switch over. Um, mm. I think I, I'm really like the, the woman playing Renera right now is spectacular. Um, oh, I think that, that, yeah, I think there's a lot to talk about in, in, in these characters, um, my, my assumption is like next week's episode is going to be awesome. And then all of a sudden, like we're going to skip ahead a couple years. Um, 
I, I don't know. I, I it's just like it. It's yucky. It's supposed to make you feel yucky. This is the world. This is the character. Whatever. But like, it's not being offset for me by like excellent everything else. Hmm. So, all right. Well, assuming everyone remembers what happens in this episode, but like, basically, Rhaenyra is um, on the Bachelorette. And she's trying to find a husband because she told her father she would do that. Uh, and then she, um, then uh, Damon, now you get this reference, buzzes the tower a little bit with his dragon while she's coming back to King's Landing with mm-hmm. his uh, Caraxes. And there's obviously still chemistry between them. They're constantly in like kiss or kill space. Um, so it's definitely kiss. Uh, and then they, um, he takes her to the street of silk, which is basically, uh, you know, the brothel sex houses, all the fun stuff that's in like the depths of the city. And it gives her sort of an awakening, which could be looked at as grooming, which is not great. And again, these characters have some weird effed up, uh, things going on. So very odd, but I think what's important is that this episode was this is not a shot on the episode to me at all like this is part of the story but also this was shot by a woman a woman directed this episode Mm -hmm. and she said some really interesting stuff which is like it's very important to to uh show it from her point of view and a lot of this episode you see from her point of view and like it's realistic as like what it would feel like and the excitement and everything so that i thought was great and really well handled and they're they were fabulous so they have great chemistry so um yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a wild, wild ride of an episode, but I did know it was sort of going to come to that because, I've again, like I said, I've been reading a little bit of it. So, um, yeah, I thought it was really interesting to juxtapose, like, Allison in her cage, basically, with the nastiest forced, you know, sex with this man who was literally decaying on top of her. And I do appreciate mm-hmm. that we didn't have to, like, see Patty Considine so much, like, what, like, it, yeah because these there's a huge age differential between those two actors sure um and we got to see the rat from the departed which was great got to see what he's up to um did you catch that joke (laughs) the rat from the departed yeah did you see the little rat going above them when they were having sex and no i think i missed also Oh, and he was also, the rat was, like, nibbling, or there was another rat nibbling. It just showed, like, the grossness of it. Sure. But there was, like, this little rat that she was paying attention to because she's, like, not present for this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, there's the rat from The Departed. All right, well, anyway. Um, Sorry. So, yeah, and then finally Damon's, like, da- you know, they they are sort of about to consummate, but then he can't. And then my question for you is, do you think – because let's just get the Damon and, and Renera stuff out because that's obviously the meat of this episode. Sure. Do you think that he can't perform because we know that he has impotence issues of coming from his other Masaria? I don't think her name is pronounced Masaria. Masaria. Um, the woman with the strange accent. Do we think that he <laughs> feel, he actually feels something So he and he has this expectation and he's worried he'll disappoint her? Do you think he actually thinks it's wrong or do you think he just like can't perform and he's pissed about it? Like, what do you think happened there? I don't know. There's also the option where like he's leaving her dry on purpose. Cause like, it's all a, like, it's all about the throne. Like, yeah. Like, like I don't, I just don't believe that. I okay. really think he, he has feelings for her, but I, but I've thought of that as well. You're right. That that's the big question. Sure. How I, much of this is, is an angle? 
and how much of it is like his feelings too yeah i'm not sure i think that what i got from it is that he was teasing her in yes. some ways um i i'm not I, sure I, I i'm not 100 percent sure to be totally honest so this episode uh, skips four years i think um something like I think, that yeah that's what that's what damon had said i also would just want to reiterate to your thought about the show as a whole this the dance of the actual dragons which comes later like this stuff gets crazy and i think this all we could look back on these like first eight episodes and be like this was a literal prologue like this sure ha, 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 remember when we were like what is this show we're bored by it like i think you just, i mean you're gonna stick with it you're obviously watching it yeah you of like course it. but like i'm just i'm curious to see if like we're gonna look back on this and be like i mean of course something was going on in these episodes like they were just jumping time and like being crazy and and you know it was these other actors who we are attached to so that's just something i want to throw out there sure that's um, very possible like I also think that the jumping time is is hard. They're trying to keep the through lines as close as possible, but it's also tough. It's also tough to keep certain momentum when you're jumping four years, eight years. You know what I mean? It, right. It's, it's it's so I'm hoping that season. Um, I'm hoping the back half of the season when they jump in time, like I'm, I'm interested to see if it's more um, condensed into a smaller time period than for yeah. the other the than than like it is now. I think it will be because their th- things are just so big that are happening. But Ryan Condal said, I don't know if you you probably always watch the after the episode, like inside yeah. the episode. But he did mm-hmm. say, like, we know we're jumping time and it's not ideal, but we're just asking you guys just come along for the ride. I think there's just there's a thought process there. And I'm just curious if it will if we'll be like, no, you made the right call. We're going to be like that time. We just can't get past the time jumping. Yeah, I think they are doing a good job of it. I'm 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 understanding how much time has passed. The exposition is there, like even yeah. just like. Um, Allison's like being pregnant and not being pregnant anymore. Like all of that stuff is definitely helpful. Um, but it's not an ideal storytelling mechanism for sure. Yeah. Speaking on your political, your idea that the, sorry, jumping around the sex could be, or the, the, his, his whole end game could be that it, this is a political move also. And he probably also thinks she's, but it is because he admits it to the dad to, to Patty Constantine. I think he does. Yeah, he definitely does. But I just wonder if that's just convenient. Like, it, it, I think passion plays into it for sure. He takes her hat off in the brothel. And I don't know if it's in passion or if it's so people see her. Oh, I think I think it was so people see her. Okay. Yeah. And then, of course, we find out that, like, I'm going to call her Masaria, but I don't think that's her name. I think it's Missaria or something. The His, his like, mistress not his bronze bitch as he refers to her wife, mm-hmm. but his like new mistress um, that she paid that she is, she's like, I'm in this, I'm getting, she obviously is in, has her own designs for what she's out in the world doing. So I think we find out that she, this is one of her little birds. Let's just use that for lack of game of Thrones terms or sure. Plenty of game of Thrones terms. So that was interesting, of course. Um, so that, so I think the divisiveness is already sort of starting to happen I'm in his home, which is really cool. Um, and yeah, I just think, uh, I, I was like really, I thought it was so funny when Patty Considine, when Viserys was like, 
when Otto comes to him to tell him and he's like, and, and yeah, I'm waiting for the bad part now. Yeah. <laughs> you kn- like, like <laughs> you knew exactly how that scene was going to play out. Also, you knew exactly what defense the King would take in terms of like, and the thing is, I mean, I didn't, I was like, oh, this is, oh, the brothel's not bad. Okay. Oh, the sex isn't bad with his, her uncle. Okay. So wait, what's the thing or not the sex, but coupling with her yeah like it yeah, it was very funny well what i was gonna say is it's interesting because he takes a defensive stance he tells him like oh you've been playing me this whole time which he has been but this last one was not so the thing that's actually true opened up the door to the other things that are true um which exactly. is fascinating and i i will say i i think the scene between otto and the king when he removes the hand um uh Pin. A pin was actually my favorite part of the episode. Just it was just like a masterful sequence um, between two very good actors, for sure. And I think it's interesting because Allison puts that in his like he must have already known because he he was he was aware of Otto's other designs, I think. But Allison saying it like all of these things, how much he listens to her. I don't know. It was, it was really interesting. And it's like the first choice that he really made, which was really cool and empowering yeah. to see. Um, I also think that if you ever fire someone, Brian, I need you to say your interests no longer align with those of the realm. Like, could <laughs> yeah. you imagine being fired? Be like, well. Your interests no longer align with those of the realm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'd love to right. see what HR in Westeros is like. In, in- exactly. Um, um, so a big a big bit of lore though is that we learned that the prince who was promised bit is on the dagger, very much like the One Ring, with the the black speech in Lord of the Rings the, that it's been on the dagger this whole time. Yeah, that also bothers me. Anytime you bring up this I song of ice and no, not the actual that's on the dagger, but anytime you bring up ice and fire, it reminds me like oh, none of that matters. <laughs> God, but it does because it's con- there's so much crap that's gonna go crazy to get us there but i agree with you i think it's for the book readers it's probably like okay wow so this thing has been following from hand to hand all along the way into aria but no one's gonna put it in a fire because like why would you do that right so you're never gonna see the speech but it was there all along i just think that's really interesting and i wonder if it's gonna play into the way we watch game of thrones or something um let's see if there's anything else i wanted to say um He's marrying her off, and I don't blame him. Oh, I don't know why I wrote that. Um, oh, and then, of course, the abortion tea at the end. Yeah, there's... Everything that you ever wanted. What? Oh, and then she has sex with Sir Christian. Oh, yes, that was awesome as well. How she knows how to get all that armor off? I don't know. Uh, that was really funny to me. Like, them just, like, sitting there, like, this, like, foreplay of, like, taking their laces out for hours. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we have a lot of layers here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was really funny. Um... Yeah. So I, do you I, know? Yeah. I don't. I don't read it. Do you know? Do you don't have to tell me? But do you know if she like gets pregnant or doesn't take the juice or does take the juice? Like, I, I don't know. I hate that you just called it juice because that's so much worse than tea. But I think it is. Oh, it's moon tea. Yeah, it is tea. But yeah, juice sounds gross. Um, I do know, but I don't think it has. I do know, but it, I don't think it's very relative relevant to this particular tryst. Okay, cool. That's as cryptic as I can be. Yeah. So yeah, but I uh, Moon Tea, as we know, that that's in Game of Thrones. That's that's happened before. That nasty stuff. So, um, you know, 
Viserys is just like maybe he has a maybe he has like a pharmacy of this. He's like, oh, I gotta use this stuff all the time. Um, yeah, but also it's a it's a play. It it also goes to show that like like yeah. he still controls her. Yeah, but He's he also knows. Yeah, like he knows. Um, and then and because of that, was we saw in the previous or next week, like she's going to agree unwillingly or willingly to marry the sea snake's son because of the thing she did. Yeah, no, for sure. And I'm also interested, like, I'm so glad that her and Allison made up. That was wonderful to me. And again, this is not something that they explore in the book, their relationship before things get crazy. So to see all this is going to, I think, make it really, I mean, we, you probably don't care because you didn't read it, but I think this is going to really, it already is factoring in. I'm remembering their old relationship when I see these kinds of hard scenes like yeah. this. So yeah, I think, I really think Allison is on Rhaenyra's side at this point and she's really doing everything yeah. she can. She definitely trust is. Her. And you know, Rhaenyra didn't lie. <laughs> she didn't actually do the deed. Um, but it's yeah, true. that was like swearing on her mother. I was like, oh, that's rough. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to say about uh, Hot D? No, um, I think it's fine. I don't get excited to watch it week to week, but I enjoy it when I'm watching it. And then afterwards, I kind of forget about it. And then I and then we talk about it here. I don't know. I'm just like not as into it as other people are. Oh, I love it. Also, she was fondling that necklace like the entire episode. So I already knew that like there was something she was really thinking about him a lot. Damon. Oh, Definitely. Um, all right. Shall we move to Middle Earth? Rings yes. of Power, episode yeah. three. Adrift. Thoughts? Feelings? Um, it's just so beautiful to look at. Brian, I agree. Have you ever, let me ask you this. Have you ever made a face like that while she's riding her horse? Have you ever been that happy? <laughs> she was so happy. She was so happy. And and actually, that's a really good starting point to talk about this because I think the main difference between House of the Dragon, Hot D, and Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power, and we talked about this in previous weeks, is that House of the Dragon is all gloom and doom, and there's a, there's a sense of hope that is infused into all Tolkien things, and this show absolutely has that too. I find it way more charming. I find the characters way more interesting. Um, for my, for me, um, I, maybe I like that it switches around a lot. This one, we spent most of our time with Galadriel, but like, um, you know, and, and, and just a little bit of time with the Harfoots and stuff like that. But I'm just like having a really good time watching this. Um, I, 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 it, but it's that, it's that positivity and that hope that's infused into all these characters that, um, that I'm, I'm more attracted to, especially in the world we live in today and the news. Like I don't need to see this hot D stuff as much as I really enjoy like the, the, the aspects of um, the rings of power, if that makes sense. Yeah. And that's, I think why I like watching them together, to be honest, they're, they're great. Um, like it's a palate cleanser, but so I get both sides of, of the dagger, which yeah, I really that's like. fair. I think that what's interesting is, you know, even knowing where rings, of, where Lord of the Rings ends, it's not, it doesn't feel like a slog knowing what's going to happen. It feels like everything is just building to this point that we know. Sure. And a lot has to go wrong first before we get to the stuff that we all know. Yeah, but so the way it's that gonna it, be, sorry. No, no, I would say it's going to be a really fun ride. I agree, but also I like how this ends. 
like knowing how this ends in Return of the King and like that, like how we what the final like act is, if you will, of all of this. That makes me excited to see how we got there versus Game of Thrones, where it's like, I don't care how they got there because it didn't stick the landing, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think I have I've let go. They're really they're really compressing the timeline, um, which I think I said last week. Yeah, but, we talked about that. Yeah. So I think um, the choice to maybe we'll, we'll let's talk about Numenor and then we'll talk about the Southlands and then we talk about the Harfoots. Cool. So the um, so Numenor, I mean, just well, OK, what, the first thing I want to say before we talk about Numenor is but it has to do with Numenor is the, the fact that we're bringing in Isildur to the story. I read was because they really want us to actually spend some time with the character that's this important. So it's not just like he shows up at the end. Cause again, he's not around yet, but in this story he is. So they're com- just, they're just like accordion the, the timelines together. So I think that's a great choice if that's why they're doing it. I have no issue with it at all. So if anyone was like, wait, Isildur, as I said last week, even though I knew he was cast like an idiot. Um, and I was like, he's not born yet. Uh, now knowing that this was a conscious choice that they did because they want us to actually like get to know this character who all we've known is him doing the deed at the very, 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 very end. And then like when, when uh, Hugo Weaving, is that the name? Hugo Weaving, Elrond? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, throw it into the fires of Mordor. And he's like, no, <laughs> I don't think I will. Um, I think that's really, really, really fun and smart. So that's what I want to say about that. All right, Numenor. This was thrilling for me because we've only known of it in story and we've seen like old statues decrepit that have fallen into the sea. What was more thrilling, seeing Numenor or seeing live action Mandalore for the first time? Oh, snap. That's not fair. Uh, I guess Mandalore. I've been with it. I've been with it longer Numenor wasn't something that I was like I wish I could see Numenor cause of doom though seeing that I think that's almost as cool as seeing Mandalore um Numenor just like Greece and they don't like elves there they don't like honeymooners in Greece yeah that's exactly how I felt but it definitely felt Grecian yeah or at least Roman like the Mediterranean islands yeah um uh let's see thoughts I have on this uh, I wrote, can someone get my girl some shoes? Oh, yeah, Gilhadriel's just walking around with those shoes on the whole time. She can step on some glass and hurt herself. Um, Numenor seems pretty clean. It does seem pretty clean. Um, okay, this is where I want to talk about Halbrand. Do you have thoughts on our guy, Halbrand? Not really. He was kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, neutral to me. He's not that exciting uh, to watch. Oh, no, um, All right. I, I think I think he'll. I'm hoping that he'll unfold a little bit more as these episodes go on. But like, I don't know. His scenes were pretty like standard to me. Like, cool. The, the fight scene was cool. Um, you know, he's he's very good. He has chemistry with um, uh, what's her name is playing Galadriel, and um, uh, yeah. So I think it's fine. I'm excited to see them more together. But I, he didn't do anything for me. Oh, I mostly meant the character. Um, the actor, he is fine. Uh, what is his name? I forget. Um, I wanted to say that I'm, I'm back on Sauron Roch with this guy. Oh, interesting. So he stops by the smithy, which, you know, remember when he like stops in front of like 
I think that's a pride and prejudice term that I've remembered, but like the blacksmith, like the, um, yeah, the metalworking. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Sauron, a notorious Smith. Um, and he's like sneering when he's looking at it. Number two, his relatives swore a blood oath to Morgoth. He'll come to middle earth and meet the elves. He'll need Gal- 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 Galadriel to do that. He's needling her with her darker, sort of impulses throughout their walk through um, Numenor, like very much Sauron-ish. And he might be the king of the Southlands, but he also might have just taken that necklace off of like someone who's dead, mm-hmm. which is also Sauron-y. And he needs an army. And he, they made it a note of saying like, again, what army will we get? Like, I didn't necessarily need, know that you needed to bring an army back to Middle-earth. But now that you mention it, why you want an army so bad, dude? So I don't know. I don't think they would introduce him so early on. But the thing is, Galadriel makes she has to be making some mistakes in this time before she becomes like the woman of the forest or however they refer to her. She is going to make some errors. And if she's going to be with this guy forever and they talk about touching the darkness and like seeing a reflection in the water and like, is it real and is it? Is it the dark or the light or whatever? She's been put on this man's path, chance meetings, and he, and again, they wanted her out of there to go to Valhalla, uh, the Valinor, mm-hmm. because her being there and her keeping this alive, this hunt for Sauron, almost keeps Sauron there. And wouldn't you know, he meets this man, she meets this man in the middle of the ocean, and like, he's her she's her his key and she's ripe for this like conspiracy i don't know i'm just saying i'm just saying what's interesting about that i think all your points are spectacular um it's funny i don't have the depth of knowledge that you do about this so i'm not watching this thinking like this person's this person this person oh my god that brian person. we're arrested we never even went to customs today it's okay, oh sorry. that's true um <laughs> we just we just that's true we never did we but just illegally yeah entered okay let's, yeah let's just make sure we don't get kicked out um <laughs> but uh yeah so i'm not what this show specifically i'm just not watching with like will this person become this person and that's a me thing and so like it's i love talking to you about it because i'm getting all these like little nuggets that like doesn't even pass it through my my little pea brain to to like think through please so i love this i like i'm uh, yeah and maybe because i'm not thinking with that extra layer in this like that's why i'm only like half enjoying the character because maybe only half the character is actually there if that makes sense they that yeah. you're filling in the blanks which i love but you talking about how you're not picking up any kinds of this, even though you don't have as much knowledge, makes me also think, Joanna, you're, you've gone insane. So this is good. This is a balance. This sure. is why I need Perfect. you. Yin and yang. Um, you're just bringing me back. Um, yeah. And and he mentioned the thing about, like, what do they call you? Depends on how close we are. Like, that's super Sauron-y um, because he's different forms. When he's super Sauron-y. Yeah, super exactly. He can shapeshift. That I know about Sauron. Super Saiyan, super Sauron. Um, and I, the only other thing I... <laughs> I mean, not the only thing, but uh, Galadriel, I think when you're, you've been around this long, it makes you a bit of a tough hang. She's, yeah. she's kind of annoying sometimes. Yeah, but it doesn't feel out of character. Like, I'm not annoyed by her, if that makes no, sense. No, but I'm like, Galadriel, you have, like, no people skills. Yeah, just Although like it was hang. very funny. 
Yeah, just be cool. Just be cool about this. It was very funny though. Yeah, when he they met like the Queen Regent, he was like bow, and they were like, "Don't bow," and he was like, "Sorry." <laughs> <laughs> um, that was funny. Um, so then we meet uh Ellen Deal, man, good looking men in this show. Ellen Deal's son, Isildur. Very exciting. So this, I don't know if you remember, this will be a descendant of Aragorn, or Aragorn will be a descendant of Ellen Deal. And yes, Isildur. that I knew. Yes. Um. So that's really cool. I was confused about the, remember when he gets like something calls to him? Isildur. Yes. Isildur. Um, from the Western shores, I'm guessing. Now remember, well, you may not remember, but they go, the people, Numenor is out for like some elf magic and some elf uh, uh, immortality. And so, and they, the gods get a little pissed and like, Spoiler alert for Numenor, but we know because it's underwater. So things don't go great on Numenor, but that's not for a while. So I'm wondering like what that was and if like what's the call, what's that supposed to mean? I was a little bit confused about that. And then because his father's like, there's nothing for us on the Western Shore, which is why I thought that was that was the Western Shore calling him. Mm-hmm. So I'm really curious what that's all about. Um, he does end up be they found they found um, or they will find uh gondor so he will go to middle earth eventually mm-hmm. obviously um so yeah and then the sister just so you know is an invented device for the show that's not a thing but i'm all for more women characters because i'm totally like, can we get some women up in here um and then when they said that they wanted to go to the cantina i was like star wars and i really wanted a drink from the cantina down in florida Ogus cantina is the best that's so good um, let's see. What else do I want to say about this? Yeah, lots of things. Like, there's nothing for us on the Western Shore. There are wounds there. The past is dead. Curious about that. Um, let's see. She looks really happy riding <laughs> on that horse. She looks so really happy. She elfin-like, too. Yeah. Like, so elfin. And those fabrics just, like, flapping in the breeze. I'm trying to think if I've ever smiled that, with that much joy, like, entering like going somewhere. And I think when I entered Hogsmeade, I smiled like that mm. or a uh, Diagon Alley. Um, I'll smile like that on roller coasters, like, like Velocicoaster, like, like really this? good roller coaster. Yeah. Oh God. That's such a good roller coaster. Oh, I miss it. Um, that was a map. The symbol was a map. We got that right. Na- you nailed it. Well, we nailed it, but um, it wasn't quite what I expected. I thought I was just going to like, and it'd be an arrow but like it's the literal mountains that mm-hmm. was really cool um and then yeah then we end with the queen regent uh, in the numenor section we end with the queen regent being like it's here father the moment that we feared the elf has arrived mm-hmm. so i don't know i don't really know what that's about the only things i know is that they really want a quest for immortality because they're like these elves like i don't know they like they live a long time the numenorians but they're not elves so i don't know they're like, maybe we just don't die. So, like, let's try to find that out. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I'm confused by that. I don't know enough. Um, but, yeah, they, they, the Numenorians try to go to Valinor. This is not a spoiler. It's not that interesting. No, they, just... they eventually try to go to Valinor, and then the gods get mad, and they sink mm-hmm. Numenor. So, that's kind of cool. Um, anything you want to say more about uh, our lovely Greece? I mean, Numenor? No, I think you covered it. Um um it, now I'm rethinking now that you're saying this Sauron stuff I'm rethinking like how I watched it 
and how that mm-hmm. relates to who we think the um Adar the, is. Oh, the stranger. The stranger. We got there. So yeah, I don't know. Again, this could be very early. Like this could be oh many times building, but like I'm just I'm always on Sauron watch, and we all should be on Sauron watch. That is true. Be on Sauron watch. Okay. Because he does take forms. Thank you. Okay, into the Southlands. So one of my takeaways here. Well, the orcs seem to be searching for something, and I don't know what that is. Any thoughts? No, I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure. It's they, they they it seems that there's a thing. So I'm just I'm curious. It's not like we're just like digging holes and like we're trying to make Mordor because it will be Mordor. There's something. So I'm really curious what that is. Okay. Um Adar. That's an elvish name. So that's interesting. I don't know who that is. I think it's the guy that plays Benjamin um Stark. <laughs> from game of thrones the actor i think okay but I, yeah i don't know i don't know what to expect with that um i love the bit about the tree like Me i love that was really great um that scene was the water bit was like really suspenseful yes it was really good and i like i like that you know he he did what he did to the tree just to be able to get over the, the to see the 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 tree line yeah, and so that no one else had to die because of this tree. Yeah, for I sure. Um, and I got, yeah, I just got really emotional when he was cutting it down. And then that last bit with the arrow and the guy when he turns, oh, I was like, very oh, Boromir. Shit. Very Boromir. Also, that warg looked terrible, but that's fine. I'll let it go. Some, sometimes it, it was like, it, it, sometimes it looked bad, but there were other shots where I was like, that's really good. It was like yeah, shot by shot. True. Yeah. It, in general, it, it all looks so good. So when something doesn't, it just sort of. I agree. Yeah, I understand that sentiment. Um, okay. And then the Harfoots. Um, ugh, we wait for you. I just, I love that stuff. We learn about Poppy's parents. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody goes off trail. Nobody walks alone. Uh, them riding in the back of this is like akin to a death sentence. So it's yeah. kind of grim. Um, I love, of course, all this Tolkien stuff comes back to even the smallest person can make a difference, which yeah. was like blaring at us with dear sweet nori this episode um i love that the stranger helps with the cart that was great so the stranger um there's not much else i have to say so oh also intestines yet again make it come back we did talk about that um (laughs) yeah now that you've talked about sauron and 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 halibrand and stuff like that i'm convinced that this is a wizard like a blue wizard or something like that so me too unfortunately not unfortunately but i've also just been thinking maybe this is gandalf and i know that makes literally no sense i don't necessarily want it to be because then we're just tying everyone back into this yeah and it feels a little like not fan service because you know i don't like that term but it just like it could be another wizard. That's still cool. Yeah, I would the prefer for one. it to be another for something like that. Yeah, but I think some of the under people, like there are people I've talked to that are like, you're overthinking this. It's Gandalf. This is a show. And I was like, but, uh, okay, fine. So it could be Gandalf, but I'm under, I, I think it's just a wizard. Okay. Um, so yeah, that was all just delightful. So... I loved this episode. I didn't say that, but I loved this episode. Oh, I thought it was great. Also, can we talk about the sun? With the, the sun. Theo? Yeah, with the blade, with the half blade. 
Yeah. What's happening there? So, Theo, I don't, I never like to be hard on any child actors, but like, I really need to like this kid. And I don't know that I'm feeling connected to him. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's, I wonder if he might be one day an Osgool or he might be the son of somebody. Um, they might be searching for that weird blade that he has. Oh, that's that that's that seems that I don't seems know why they need it, but yeah, that seems that could be. Yeah. Um he had characters, you know, you want an arc for these characters. So I don't want him to just be like broody brat and like stay broody brat. I think there's gonna be something with him that should be like I, I'm sure they wrote him interesting. So I'm I'm very curious where he's going to go with that. But there's a lot of theories. Um, the only ones that really stuck with me is that he, like I thought that maybe Hollowbrand would be one of the ring wraiths uh, or not, you know, Nazgul, like one of those riders, mm-hmm. one of the kings. If he is indeed the king of the Southlands that he like is, you know, the reluctant leader. Right. But then, but then we know that like when we see those creepy like Death Eaters later on, not Death Eaters, um, Dementors later on in the Peter Jackson trilogy that underneath that is like Halibrand somewhere. Like that's really cool, but it also could be Theo. Um, Wait, you're talking so about the Nazgul, like the, the Nazgul. Yeah. Yeah. The, well, there's the ring raves and there's the nine Kings, the nine right? Kings then, that become, yeah, there's the night King and then the King underneath them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and then the Nazgul, I think is the one that rides like the dragon. Um, I might be wrong about that. Sorry, guys. My passport stamps, though you didn't well, see them. It's the same, right? Isn't it the same? The nine enemy ride horses are they're up in the air and the fell beasts? But yes, but I thought that like some ride horses and then there's the one that fly, the, the Nazgul is different. Or is that just another name for all the riders? I that's mean, what I'm I thought. Embarrassed, I don't know. So that's that could be something. But um, I don't know because he's definitely not an elf because everyone was like, his hair is shaggy. Maybe they're all fears under there. Mm-hmm. No, um, that's not it. And I, because they have not, Borwin, uh, Bronwyn, and um, Arondir have not consummated. It's very clear they have not consummated that. Like, they're still like, I feel kindness from you. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's not their kid. Um, It could be her kid with with Halibrand if he is indeed this, like, runaway king. But then he's still going to be someone. So I don't know. You got me there. I don't know. It's interesting. So I'm so excited. Um, just having such a great time. I I, li- I look forward to Rings of Power more than Hot D, but I also really look forward to Hot D. So, um, it, yeah. Yeah, I definitely look more forward to this. It's just such an enjoyable watch. I definitely feel like I turned my brain off more while watching this one, and I, that's kind of what I need right now than the Hot D. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I just love it, Tolkien world and, and Middle Earth, and it's just, like I said, there's a lot of hope. I... I and every time I finish these, it, here's the thing. Every time I finish these, it makes me want to watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I know. Every, I just want to stay in the world. I know. Every time I finish Hot D, I'm like, oh, finally, I'm out of Westeros for like the next like week. Oh, my God. And see, I'm like, what Game of Thrones could I watch? But then I don't want to watch Game of Thrones because it's like that breaks my heart a little bit. Uh-huh. Even though there's such good episodes, like for some reason, going back and watching Game of Thrones is more painful for me than watching this. <laughs> Sure. Um, because of because of the same reasons you don't like watching this as much. Yeah. So, yeah, I, no, I, I'm with you. I always just want to turn on 
Peter Jackson ones, but yeah. it's sort of like when I watch anything Star Wars, I'm like, can I just go watch the the a New Hope? But then I'm like, but they didn't know they were doing this and they made New Hope, so it's not quite the same. It's like you want to know that they were thinking about this the whole time. Yeah, but it. but at least New Hope is. I mean, we can get into we can talk this for hours, but New Hope those are just good. Anyone listen? No, I'm not even getting to that. I I love the Rings of Power, and um, Hot D needs to do some work for me. All right. Well, we did it. An hour and 16 minutes. Not terrible. No, not terrible um, at all. We talked about so much in that hour and 16. Uh, so thank you all. For yeah, we that. went from Alien and Aliens to... Oh, my God. I forgot about all that, too. Ma- Top Gun Maverick to, D- to, to, to Disney D23. We covered so much. Hot D we and T-R-O-P. But my best segue was definitely the buzzing of the tower. With the dragon of Damon. Yes, that was good. <laughs> well, nerds, you are my political headache. Just kidding. We love you guys. And we hope you had just as much fun as we had. And we hope you'll join us next time as we discuss She-Hulk. As a small universe and a multiverse of other nerd verses, the subscriptions, follows, and reviews are super important for us to grow. So be sure you're subscribed to the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and follow along on the socials, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at the Nerdverse Pod. We thank you so much for listening and following along. Please keep telling all your nerdy friends about us. And remember, the C is always right. Unless you're making a left. <laughs>